0: You've seen the cartoons with little space people. Little guy gets out of the spaceship and walks up to someone and says, take me to your leader. Well, as Christians, we know that whoever appears to be leader in this world is not the leader. We believe that Jesus is the ruler over all kings and presidents Of the earth. And on the day that he comes back, not only are those who knew that by faith going to be confirmed in their faith, but the people who doubted and people who rebelled and people who had nothing to do with God are going to realize it when Jesus comes in visible glory as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And every ruler on earth will cry out because they will all know that they have more than met their match. John has a vision of Jesus in the early chapters of the book of Revelation. And as the reality hits John, he breaks out in praise. To him who loves us. And has freed us from our sins by his blood. And has made us to be a kingdom and priest to serve his God and Father. To him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. As John writes these titles of Jesus, his heart gets full. And he can't help but worship. And because Jesus is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, the ruler of the kings of the earth, there is one response. To him be glory and power. Now, the danger is that these titles, these words about Jesus, just rush past us like pious. Clichés. When we gather like this in worship, we come to give God the praise that is due his name the best way that we possibly can. And this is one reason that the Gloria comes so early in the liturgy. This is one reason that the historical forms of the church are so important. We worship God for who he is as he has revealed himself apart from letting worship become primarily what we feel. As John expresses his praise, he tells us three things about Jesus. First, that he loves us. Secondly, that he has freed us from our sins And thirdly, he has made us a kingdom and priests to God. And if we are going to keep our spiritual equilibrium in a world that is no friend of godliness, we need to come back again and again to who Jesus is. That's why we read the scriptures. That's why we come to the church and confess the creed. That's why we listen to preaching That's why we feed on Jesus in the Eucharist. Because we live in a world that does not understand and too often disdains these things. We are immersed in a bias that does not recognize Jesus Christ as the Son of God and the Savior of the world. So we need to keep coming back to this again and again so that we do not lose touch with who we are. Jesus is a faithful witness. He told Pilate, For this I came into the world to testify to the truth. In a time when being able to know truth is ridiculed, we confess these truths every week. After being sentenced to death and going to the cross, Jesus died and came back to life. He ascended into heaven, was glorified at God's right hand, and he's coming again. And this is the framework out of which we're called to live our lives. Not just words to be repeated mechanistically when we say the creed. This is life for our souls We can awaken each morning and go through our day remembering that God loves us through his son. He loves us so much that he has forgiven our sins and he has made us a kingdom and priests to serve him. Now what does that mean? Well, it reminds us that our ultimate allegiance is to God. The only thing that is worthy of our ultimate allegiance is the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ, the kingdom that is going to endure when all other kingdoms have fallen. When Peter writes his first letter, he gives a description of Christians that is rooted in the kingship of Jesus. He says, you are a chosen people. You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God. Now, why has God given us such gifts? The answer is given right away. So that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Because once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you did not understand mercy, but now you have received mercy. And as we receive God's mercy, it's so that he can make us a kingdom of his people. And so that we can be priests on earth. We are called to model who Jesus is in us. And something incredible happens when we do that. Other people begin to realize who God is. And when people realize who God is, then the whole world can be transformed into the glory of God. That is what Daniel saw in his vision. It's the goal toward which all human history is heading. But it needs to happen in us. And it happens in us when we remember who Jesus is to keep before us what our Lord has done. He is the faithful witness. He tells us the truth. He is the firstborn from the dead. Jesus shows us That even death itself does not have the last word. And he is the ruler of the kings of the earth. God calls us to be his people so that we can be his witnesses. Through Jesus Christ, he has done everything that needs to be done. All we need to do is to respond every day. And so for this day and tomorrow and for the rest of your life, let Jesus be the king of your heart.